0: Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah.
1: Now, let's break some bones. Hey, my- Welcome to Breaking Bones on a Sunday morning. This is just a bit of a sad Sunday because, well, we're back to live Breaking Bones. We're not pre-recording the show because we were trying to set up a Sunday celebration by not doing the show live. It worked for a couple of weeks, but then the Jaguars season comes to an end against the Kansas City Chiefs. So welcome in Breaking Bones on a Sunday. If you're getting up with us, we really appreciate it. Joe C from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays. Dr. George Barry, say hey. What's going on? Say hey, Geo. <laughs> hey GO. I'm gonna say, say hi to say, myself. I'm gonna say hey G. And then you go, EO. <laughs> Can you do it? Hey G. EO? Yeah, there you go. like a... just work on it, work on it. That's yeah, I work on it. I call him Geo, but it is George He's our voices in his horse. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You still sc- you you went through three weeks of screaming for this Jacksonville Jaguar yeah. team. Let's, oh, let's yeah. be real. So yep. you try – and we got some cold temperatures out there and all that kind of stuff. But he. Fellowship trained under the renowned Dr. James Andrews is a orthopedic surgeon, a specialist. Uh, and so if you have sports injury questions, you can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010. 10, 10. Uh, jump in with us. Say, hey, you know, the season's come to an end. Uh, and, and, it, and it sucks. There's really no getting around it. But I think a lot of people out there, I, I always refer to it, Doc, as all of Duval. I mean, they, were, they were tealed up. Yeah. They were jagged up. Yep. Uh, it, it was such a fun ride, and I think you got a lot to look forward to. This is going to be a fun off season compared to a lot of uh, yes. miserable. I off think it's
0: going to be great. Um, it's very different than yeah. what we're used to. Yeah. So you know, a little change of pace is nice. Fifteen years of the same, or whatever it is, with the same thing is nice. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! Look, if I go back in time, uh, this team, this will only be this is this is what honestly is the pain. You deal with pain all the time. This is jag pain since 2008. Now, they were good in 2007. They were coming off the playoffs. They were a good team. But, just to give you an example of what has happened, they traded up to get into the top 10 in 2008. They picked in the top 10 every year, except for one year, yeah. since 2008. That has been a minute. And so now, this is the first time they're going to pick outside of the top 10 uh, since uh, Taven Bryan <laughs> when they selected him late in in 2018. And and so who knows who they'll get with the 24th pick overall. But they don't have the luxury of two first-round picks. They traded back into the first round last year to get Devin Lloyd. Yeah. So we'll see where they go. Now, have you ever been uh, – have you ever had to deal with uh, – like you're, you're an orthopedic surgeon, but, you know, like let's go with Mrs. Dr. Bari. Does she ever see a patient that is suffering from JAG depression? Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't she is, know. She is not a psychiatrist. Bec- doctor. Let's just make that. Specific happen. about Jack yeah, depression. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, you know, after the game, I was very upset. Yeah. And I have a question. Yeah. Because I want the Chiefs to get demolished. <laughs> but some of my friends say, you know what? It's actually better to lose to the team who ends up winning the Super Bowl. So you actually want them to win. So then you can say, you know what? We lost to the Super Bowl winners. Right. We, yeah. were, we were close. We were th- within a score. So... Do you think it's better that you lose to the team that won the Super
1: Bowl, or do you want the team that beat you just to get demolished? I think any way you deal with it, if you internalize it and turn it into hate, that's okay. If you internalize it and turn it into, uh, you know what, we were that close because that team, like you're describing, uh, is hoisting the Lombardi. It's better no matter what. I, I I guess if they were to hoist Lombardi, it might feel a little bit better for, for more Jaguar fans as opposed to just outright rooting against Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes almost got broken half by this Jaguar defense. Yeah, did you see? Honestly, Doc, we have seen high ankle sprains. Just go through that injury real quick because we got to talk a little bit about what what may or may not happen with him later today. But he's coming back from what looked like a pretty dang scary injury. Yeah, and I think he had a little bit of a limp during the week mm-hmm. when
0: he was yeah. going on the field. Yeah. Um, and you know the line at one point was a plus one, then zero. It started and, and out home as a home team.
1: It started as a pick'em, and it jumped to like one and a half, yeah, and then which would,
0: means everyone was thinking but remember, they're a home team and they get three points for being a home team. So true
1: they were already they were already worried about his injury. yeah now you as a doctor, you got this high ankle sprain, you're trying to figure out he was playing off of adrenaline uh, in, a, in a lot of ways the other day. I asked you this question on XL Primetime. I'll ask you it again because every Jaguar fan out there can kind of go through the sequence. Arden Key lands on him. He and Corey Peters uh, basically meet at the quarterback, and his leg gets folded over. It really does look bad. He goes limping off, comes back in, then goes back out, rips his overcoat off, has to go into the locker room, then comes back out in the second quarter. And, Doc, I asked you, did they go shoot him up then?
0: 100%. Yeah. I mean, he was still limping, but it wasn't as bad. Right. They tried to tape it. That's the only reason why he can't play the second quarter, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he'll play after halftime. Right. In my opinion, they inject him with some numbing shot. Right. Dulled a little bit of the pain, take the edge off, where he can somewhat function, and go out and play. Yeah. And so, you know, he didn't. He did well passing against us. He, he couldn't run. One,
1: he threw one touchdown doc off of his left foot. He wasn't even able to drive at all yeah. with his right foot.
0: I feel like did we? I felt like we should have blitzed every single play. I don't know how they didn't get to him. Honestly, they could not get to him. And now he did start throwing short passes to yeah. get rid of the ball quick. Yeah. But you know this is a, this tough injury, high ankle sprain, way worse than than a regular ankle sprain. But um, you know it holds your ankle joint together. The tib- tibia and fibula, really the top of the ankle joint. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see how he's going to do. He's still going to have pain. He's not going to be hundred percent.
1: The question is. Are they gonna numb him up enough mm-hmm. to where he feels nothing? So take us through that whole idea of all that ligament or tendon yeah. uh, either. So, so the ankle or the ankle joint is your tibia, which is your shin bone, your fibula, right. which is the outside bone. They
0: are the roof in the lateral covering of the and the medial covering of the ankle. Then you have the bottom part of, of that joint, and that's the talus. That's when you move your ankle up and down, that bone is what rotates. So okay. the tibia and the fibula, they stay s- solid, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the talus is what goes up and down. So when you walk, that talus pushes up against the tibia, right? And if your synosmosis is off, that pressure when you, put, when you walk spreads those bones apart. Okay. Or any time you twist that ankle, it spreads those bones apart. That's when you have a high ankle tear, right? That's when you need a surgery. Now you can have a small tear or a sprain where it's torn or sprained and it's still stable. Then you don't need a surgery, but then you got to watch it and rest it. Like if he would have came to our office- mm-hmm. We're not letting him play. Right. right. I mean, let's you be real. You could clear that guy? These
1: NFL players come back at a way and do you different have said, speed. You have said this before. It's basically around-the-clock treatment. Like almost he's at the facility getting treatment, and they probably set up shop at his house getting treatment, which yes. means they can do, uh, what, a lot of different things. Just a lot of stuff to reduce the pain, reduce the inflammation. Uh-huh. I mean, and that, biology is biology.
0: Mm-hmm. And the sucker's going to heal when it when it heals. But they can do stuff to reduce that pain. Um, and, and not let it get to him. If this was the regular season, I bet you he wouldn't play, right? Obviously, this has higher stakes, so oh, yeah. he's going to go for it. And if he can't finish, he can't finish. But um, don't be shocked if he starts the
1: game, and as the game goes on, you see him getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, they're renaming, at least the Bengals fans are, renaming Arrowhead Burrowhead uh, because he's 3-0. and uh, against the Pat Mahomes-led Chiefs. Now, he's beat him there, and he's beat him up in Cincinnati, uh, but that dude is a stone-cold killer now. He's coming in, and he's ready to uh, – uh, he's keeping receipts. Yeah, oh, It's yeah. going to be a good game. It, it really is, but you're talking about uh, Mahomes trying to exercise that burrow demon, but he's also – I said this on XL Primetime, and, and you know you're a Jag fan. You're a football fan, Doc. Pat Mahomes is undefeated on the road in the National Football League postseason, okay? Mm -hmm. You want to know why? Why? Because he's never played a playoff game on the road. Every (laughs) one of his games. That's like the thing. Pat Mahomes and Jaguars together have been to more more AFC championships. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly in the last five years. So now he's going to five straight championship games, and they are all in his house, okay? The, The only postseason loss that he has, obviously this last time was when Cincinnati beat them, but he's undefeated. He's never played a playoff game on the road. So they lost to Cincinnati last year and then two years ago they lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean the guy's been he's been ultra amazing. So yeah. we'll find out what happens. Yeah. All right. Now I gotta ask you about one other one from sure. from the Chiefs real quick. Um, actually, you know what, before I get to that, I wanna read this because this this is related uh to the ankles and this came off the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, you can hit us six four one ten ten if you have a uh, sports injury question, hit the doc with it. I'm a radio doctor too. I can answer some of these. Uh, but it says uh, my doctor plays soccer. She's 13. After every game and practice, her feet and ankles hurt really bad, like in tears. Bad. Uh, with that said, we tried the ice after after each time, and it hasn't helped. My main question is, who do I take her to for further diagnosis? Yeah, and t- yeah. Uh, added tape, tape, and different wraps haven't helped. Either. Yeah, you know that's that's interesting.
0: It's not her problem is not super common, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. To have bilateral feet and ankle pain after playing and then to the point where you're crying. One, I would get x-rays just to make sure everything's okay. She's 13, so her growth plates are, are still open. I would worry, I wonder if it's something with, um, you know, what called call growing pains or, or pain on the growth plate itself. At
1: 13, yeah.
0: Right, so because when you play, you know, the growth plates are weak compared to the bone, and when you stress it, the, the tendons pull where, at the, where the growth plate is and the growth plate's not strong enough to hold itself. Right. That's so, so, so it causes pain. That could be a thing. Now, anytime someone and someone comes in with multiple someone that's not like sixty years old who has just arthritis because they're older, sure, has multiple joint pains, you always want to rule out any rheumatological issue. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of rheumatological uh, auto autoimmune disorders that can cause it. That's something that's possible that they might, uh, might want to rule out.
1: And are you saying this because you're zeroing in on both ankles hurt? Or... Well, because both ankles, are both yeah. feet, right? Okay. Right. Um,
0: I'm not saying it's what she has, and it's probably right. not what she has because it only hurts after activity, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not like I wake up in the morning and I'm stiff. But that's that's part of the you know, as a doctor, you do in your in your own mind a differential diagnosis. This is probably more common, but it could be you know, it's most likely A, but it could be B and C. So let's rule out A first. And if that doesn't come back anything, then let's go down. Right. But those are the things that come to your mind. Um, maybe a pediatric orthopedic surgeon, uh, maybe a rheumato- rheumatologist uh, to see just to c- make sure nothing else is going on. That, right. that would be my opinion.
1: No, I think it's very, very helpful information because you're sitting there trying to figure out exactly, like he said, he just wants to make his daughter feel better. Right. Now, you mentioned the growth plate, uh, and i got to ask you this question, but i got to tell you the story first. Young Hyla, she's a teenager at this point. She's playing... I think she's playing basketball at this point. Bottom line is she takes a fall. Yeah, she's below the basket. She gets hacked by one of those big girls from P.K. Young. I'll never forget it. I, I really – I wanted to scrap uh, because they were they were just – How f- old is she? Th- she was probably 14 at this yeah. time. And they're fouling our girls left and right. And the official's not saying anything. The only one I wanted to fight was the official. That was it. Not, not Are you, the, that guy. Yeah, you're that
0: guy that yells at the ref who's getting paid Some, twelve bucks an hour just to coach your girls' game.
1: Sometimes I can get a little uh, helicopter yeah. dad-ish. He's like, I'm just doing this to run a, run for exercise. You I cannot know, so wait to so can run up and down the court. I cannot wait for you to become a helicopter dad because you're gonna get you're gonna get, you're gonna get. Irritated. I'm actually really
0: good. My son plays soccer and he's pretty good at soccer. I'm not not, talking, I'm not bragging. And I keep,
1: my mouth is closed. Okay, Doc. We're going This is gonna be our. Uh, every year we're gonna do the annual checkup on mm-hmm. you on where you are as far as dad. I've gotten I've gotten red carded and sat back in my car exactly because one of the great ones was uh, Old Man Frawley. Old Man Frawley he's just a funny storyteller, but he would rage Kane with the refs. They made him go sit in the car. I never <laughs> right. actually got banished to the car. I got kicked off the the softball field one time. But anyway, all right. So she. Look, she thought she had dislocated or hyperextended her elbow. Uh-huh. And so, and it dislocated is probably not even the correct term. Anyway, she was hurting. So we go, and we're waiting, and they take the x-ray and all this kind of stuff. Finally, the, the ER or uh, it knows. was It was uh, around, behind the ER. So, so like urgent the, care. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, they go, uh, you know, good news, bad news. Good news is it's not dislocated or whatever it might have been. Bad news is your growth plate has closed. She wanted to cry over that more than the actual yeah, yeah. elbow. So explain growth plate and are there are they in multiple spots?
0: Yeah, the growth plates are all over the all over the the body. Um, every bone re- basically has a growth plate because you have to grow. It grows from the ends, okay. right? Um, and so, you know, when you go to the pediatrician, they have that little graft, which is the average graft, and they pot you a little put a little circle on the graft yeah, or yeah. how tall you are. I don't know nowadays if it's electronic or not, but mm-hmm. when I was a kid and you were a kid, I <laughs> sure think they had. And so a girl, a female, you usually stop growing. The growth was closed uh, three years after you start your menses, you know, mm-hmm. start your period. And then, and then a male, usually about 18. Okay. Obviously, a little variable here and there. But that's on average, that's when a male and a female stops growing. And so, you know, when I went to the pediatrician, he looked at that graph. I remember he's like, you're going to be six foot two, George. And I was so excited. And I'm, I'm like, 5'10".
1: <laughs> I would no, love to have six been 6'2". Six two. Two. I want
0: to go back to him like, what happened to that,
1: man? Yeah, a couple more inches. Yeah. That's all I ever wanted, Doc. Trust me on that. That's all I ever – and so it gets you a little bit. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, now i got to read you this one because this goes back to the Chiefs. Um, and this is from James Palmer. At least he's the, the one that I see that has put it out there. Uh, but Jalen Watson was the cornerback who reached up and made the pick of the Trevor throw to Zay Jones down the right side. This was after the Agnew fumble. Yeah, this is when the Jets Jacks- kind of one hand too. Ah, oh, he just reached up and got it. So how about this? Jalen Watson made the incredible one-handed interception uh, to lock up the win for Kansas City in the divisional round. What maybe isn't known, he broke the hand he caught it with several weeks ago and has been playing wow. through it. So even more impressive. Yeah. Now again, that doesn't tell you exactly where the break was. Right. That's Listen, something- these
0: guys. They put growth plate. They put excuse me, not growth plate. They put <laughs> bone stimulators on their fractures, uh-huh. and that makes it heal faster. Explain that a bone stimulator is something that you you put on what we call non-unions. Non-union is a fracture, a broken bone, fixed or not fixed, that hasn't healed in over three months. Okay, because okay? usually by three months a bone should heal. So Medicare guidelines say that after three months, or let me rephrase that, orthopedic guidelines say after three months it's considered a non-union. It did not union, right? It did not come together. Sure. And that could be just because, it, you know, stuff happens. It just happens. That's because you smoke, you're diabetic, you know, you're old, whatever. Infected. So after three months, you can, insurance guidelines and Medicare guidelines say you can get, an, you, they will cover, they will pay for a a, a bone stimulator. Mm-hmm. And that's what we use after three months. It's it's scientific. It sounds ho- hocus pocus. Right. There's tons of studies that prove they work. And we use them and they work well. They don't always work, but they work well. These guys think. I mean, you can go buy one yourself if you wanted to, right? I mean, wow, you need okay. a prescription, uh, but these guys, the doctor will just you know write it for them because it's not going to hurt you, and then they just slap it on, right? I mean, that way, the moment it breaks, you got something helping your bone heal quickly, and that's because they got the money for. It. They don't. They're not going to wait for insurance approval. They're just going to pay cash, right? They're right. like fifteen hundred bucks. You just pay for it and get it done with. So that's that's why. Have these guys mm-hmm. come back so quickly? Oh my gosh! That, that you and I—if I, if you break something, you ain't
1: coming back in four weeks. No, that's no. not happening. I mean, you're 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 in a splint and a cast for four weeks. Yeah. Well, like here's another one I'm thinking of. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the surgery was on Cam Robinson, but he has gone from crutches to a cane, so he's. Coming along. Yeah. It was originally said. A while, that, too. Yeah. It was originally said it was a meniscus. And, 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 you know, like we said, there's at least a little bit of gray area out there when it comes to it. Uh, but that's a big man. Okay. Yeah, big boy. And, and trying to come back from something like that, another knee injury, which brings me to one thing. Jaguar fans, and you and I will keep an eye on this, and we'll definitely do it on XL Primetime, is Walker Little played okay out there. He played well at left tackle. Now you got Juwan Taylor, who's an unrestricted free agent at the right <coughs> tackle spot. How much is it going to cost to keep him? Yeah. And how does Cam factor into all yeah. this? He's definitely going There's to be. a lot of questions. Yeah, he's definitely going to be one that uh, they're going to be thinking about uh, a, a little bit as far as the decisions going forward. Which brings me to another guy, Shaq Griffin. Jaguar fans saw Shaq Griffin basically early in the year, uh, and then he disappeared. Okay, he, he, he went away. And he basically missed, he missed the game against the Chargers week three. He missed the game against the Giants. I want to say that was week seven, but basically only played in five games and then ended up on the ER. Now, let me give you the story. Shaq Griffin has come out and said, and this is Demetrius Harvey uh, from the Florida Times-Union, has the Jags beat, does a really, really good job. And he's the one who got to Shaq. And the quote from Shaq is, my heart is here. Uh, he's obviously uncertain of whether or not he'll be able to come back. But he said, Doc, that it was a back procedure that needed to take place. He was placed on IR due to a back injury that was lingering since training camp. Okay, He indicated that he had to get his, quote, L5 or fifth lumbar spine vertebrae fix in order to make a full recovery. Hmm. Now, here's his quote. Little parts around it. We had to cut around it. There's a couple of things they had to take out. Yes. Something I've been dealing with since camp, kind of hard to get into the season and try to get surgery when you really want to play. Okay. That's a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. A lot of vague things. I'm just going to touch a couple topics. I don't mm-hmm. know what he had, but we're just going to talk about a couple things. Right. One, when I hear fixed, mm-hmm. I feel, I I think, broken. Okay. Right? I don't Logic. think like that's just as a doctor, as orthopedic surgeon, when someone says they fixed it, means something was broken and they had to either, you know, remove it or put it back together or whatever. I don't think like a meniscectomy where they remove tissue, I think a bone. Okay. Let's say he had, um, so he said his L5, he, he mentioned, mentioned the vertebrae. Yeah, he is quoted as saying L5. Was fixed. So a couple of things. One, there's something called a kyphoplasty. I don't think it's what he had, but we'll just discuss it. This is when you have a compression fracture. It usually happens in older patients. Okay. It can happen after a big trauma. So football players could get it if they get a big hit. And basically, the vertebra compresses down. And there's there's different percentages that if it's down a certain amount, you, you go to certain surgery. If it's not, you do a back brace, whatever. If it still hurts, and it's not surgical at the time, but it still hurts, you can do a kyphoplasty where they inject cement into the bone to push it back into its original size. Okay. It's supposed to relieve pain. That's one thing it could have been when I hear fixed. Two, he said they had to remove some bone. Mm-hmm. There's something called a laminectomy where they remove the lamina, which is part of the spine, and they basically create space. It says
1: a couple of things they had to take out. Yeah, removes bone spurs we had to cut around it.
0: And some tissue to get into the joint. Usually they do that if they need to do, like, uh, you know, if you had to do a, a mini discectomy or whatever, they'll kind of possibly do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a. It's very vague what he's saying. Well, sure. Those are just a couple of things that come straight to my mind. Right. Just when someone mentions something like that, um, but that it could have been. So, and basically, the laminectomy is done to re- to release pressure
1: on on the spine. Wow. I, I go back. You know, I always like trying uh, all these all these stories. There's always something that ties back to me. I don't know why. I guess because it's all about Joe. I like me. I guess yeah. I don't know what it is. But uh, Michael in the middle, he's playing high school ball, and. He's just—he's a—he's a crazy man, okay—an absolute crazy man, hurling his body at everybody. He didn't care; he was fearless. He's one of the few guys that I ever saw get a a personal foul, on sportsmanlike conduct, uh, un, or excuse me, unnecessary roughness from an offensive player. Okay, he was throwing his body at people anyway. He was diagnosed with a stress fracture, uh-huh. and and they and they didn't. Of so uh, what? Um, it was the in the back. Yeah, the back stress fracture yeah. in the lower back. He was playing linebacker and and, and running back anyway uh he had to have the back brace for eight weeks yeah they recommended he not play football again he did not this was after three years of playing football he steps away from it he played four years of baseball and was fine so same kind of thing inoperable but it was very vague you know? Yeah, and i didn't know exactly what it was at yeah the time. but
0: and, you know stress fracture is basically from usually like a repetitive motion that causes a, that's why runners get stress fractures they get in their in their feet they can get in their shin right because it's a repetitive motion uh, military guys get it in their tibia, right, because mm-hmm. they do the, all that running. So, sure. yeah, stress fractures usually from repetitive And motion. his
1: back pain has kind of lived with him for since then. You yeah. know, he's in his uh, you know late 20s. You know, and he may need a surgery that he just doesn't want to get, possibly. Yeah. yeah, maybe. All right, let's get another one. We mentioned uh, the back, so I'll bring this back to one of the questions off the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. 6411010, it's Breaking Bones, Joe C. and Dr. George Barry. if you want to throw a question at us. Uh, if we miss it today, we'll make sure we try and hit it uh, next week. Herniated disc pain only on sudden quick movements, mm-hmm. lower back, T8. Uh, any suggestions to improve or heal?
0: Yeah, so the, the mainstay of treatment for hernia disc is physical therapy. Okay, It's been proven to work. Many people from hernia disc do improve alone with therapy. You could try a medral dose pack, which is steroid pack. You take it okay. over six days. That can help. But usually therapy now, let's assume you've done conservative treatment and it does not get any better. What can you do if you've done chiro and therapy and a medral dose pack and you're still struggling? The next step is injections. A lot of mm-hmm. people hate injections, or they have a friend who got an injection, didn't help. That doesn't mean anything. You should doesn't mean it doesn't it won't help you. Um, what injections do they? You know, they usually do an epidural and reduces the swelling. Okay. So if that herniated disc is pushing on a nerve, it reduces the swelling of that nerve and the irritation. The next step, you do all that stuff and you're still struggling, then you're looking at a surgery. Okay. okay. Now all this is obviously only if it hurts that bad. If it hurts occasionally. And it doesn't bother you that often, right? Then leave it alone, right? If it's just, uh, you know, when I do X, Y, Z once every month, I feel it, then that's up to you. So, this is really a subjective matter. If if it hurts you a lot, pursue treatment. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. Now, if you have numbness and tingling and muscle uh, weakness, that's a different story, right? Now you're getting some damage to that nerve that's pushing on. Then you got to, you know, get some get it looked at. But if it's just occasional back pain and it's not bothering
1: you enough to to do something, you try some therapy. All right. Now I want to make sure before we get out of here that you bring up Rocket Money because you told me all about oh, it. I got to get to this, uh, but I wish I had a promo code <laughs> that everyone would put in. But right, well, let me get to this real quick because th- this is another question that's being asked. You know, with with the Mahomes injury, um, not saying the Kansas City Chiefs did anything like this, but. We talk about our kids getting hurt and all that kind of stuff. The question was asked, can you over-tighten, the, the, the over-tape yeah. and over-tighten uh, when you're trying to help an ankle?
0: I mean, you could, but you know, there's a lot of studies about spat taping. And there's some studies that say after 15, 20 minutes, it loosens up and it's almost like not having much. Okay. Right. That's so, why they tape them so dang hard, right. and that's why they get retaped at halftime of a lot.
1: You got to tell people what a spat is. I love when people say, "Yeah, that.
0: spat taping." is what, When you see those guys get their taped on their ankle, yep. they call it spat taping. It's funny when I cover Edward Waters, they go, "Doc, can you tape me?" I go, "I don't
1: know how to do that."
0: You know, <laughs> that's an athletic. Tra- you know, athletic trainers trained to do that. I don't know how uh-huh. to spat tape. I mean, I've I've watched it enough that I could probably figure it out. But right, um, that's an athletic trainer. They're, they're trained on that sucker. They do yeah. that sucker all right. day. And all long. they're
1: trying to do is stabilize that area. Right. Stabilize that ankle so it doesn't roll. Yeah. Right. And then but can you over...
0: I mean, you, you know, no, not really. I mean, it's uh-huh. going to loosen up at some point. Now, you know, when you, when you do fingers, people get cut in their fingers and they get co you know, that little stretchy right. brown stuff that sticks to itself. That is very worrisome. Or ace bandage because they can stretch and you can stretch that sucker and, and, and wrap it. And fingers are notorious for getting amputated. People go to the ER, they get wrapped. And and whenever I do surgery on a finger, I always leave the tip open. Wow. So, so patients can see the tip of their finger because the last thing you need is you put a bandage on that you think is fine, right. but it's too tight because the patient's asleep in the operating room, so you don't know if it's too tight. They can't tell you. Sure. And then that finger turns black and blue three days later and it dies. Oh my god. So we're always taught, leave the tip of the finger open so that way if they start getting discolored, they can notice early on and call you or go to the ER or whatever. But if you cover that sucker and you can't see it, you don't know if it's too tight. Oh man, that's real interesting. I did not realize
1: that, and I I even saved some of that tape because I love it. It's great. You just can't tighten it. Just right. over tighten. That's fine. Yeah, just do not right. over tighten. Okay, that's a that's excellent work. All right, a uh, fantasy, rocket rocket money. Okay, fantasy. Look, we're gonna get rich, man. That's Let's, my listen. fantasy.
0: So rocket money used to be called Truebill. Okay, yeah, I don't know if you remember the commercials. I Saw a commercial one day. I said, let me do this. You sign up. You can pay actually whatever you want. Minimum is four bucks a month. So I paid like forty dollars for the year. Mm-hmm. And then it goes through all your bills. And it tells you all the BS that you signed up for that you forget because everything's automatic payment now. You don't get a bill in the mail. That, so, that's a good piece of right? advice right so, there. So, I people. mean, I guess you go through all your bank accounts and do it, but this just knocks it all in one spot. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I paid for all this stuff I didn't remember how I'm paying for. Cancel it. Then it said, we can negotiate your bills. I said, let, let me try this. I sent my Xfinity. I have internet. Just like, I do yeah. YouTube TV, so I stream. Yeah. But Two weeks later, they emailed me back. We lowered your Xfinity bill by $55 a month. And we increase your internet speed at the same time. Boom. So I next thing I you know, two days later, I get a new modem from Xfinity. Mm-hmm. And I'm paying $55 less, less dollars a month. Now, caveat is they take a percentage of the savings. Okay. Because so, they, they're working for you. They're though. working for you. I mean, I'm not going to sit on the phone for four hours and right. try to convince someone to give me a discount. They take 30%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seems like a lot. But if I'm saving $600, I'll give them the $150 that I'm still saving $450. Okay. Or, All right. right. So
1: you're doing the math. Rocket money,
0: rocket money, and so I just gave them my wireless bill and my alarm bill. We'll see. What, we'll see what they come back with.
1: Because TLD, the lovely Diane, her and Comcast, there are times when they just really want to. Dude, they, I just, they just really want to. They tangle. just save
0: me, you know. I mean, I guess now it's like forty bucks after I had to give them their fee, but forty bucks a month, yeah, I'll take it.
1: Especially when you, you look, you you have all those expenses. You know, the kiddom world that you're in. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh Breaking bones. We appreciate all y'all listening. Uh, if you missed some of it, where do they go? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or 1010XL.com. We're both on Instagram. He's really on Instagram. I'm semi on Instagram. 1010 C and?
0: Dr.GeorgeBari,
1: so right, dr.GeorgeBari. So definitely check him out. BariOrthopedics.com. That's where you need to start because they got locations all over the city. If you have joint pain, go see the man. Uh, Gio, I like to call him. Uh, that's for sure. All right. Uh, it's uh, it's an AFC-NFC championship Sunday. Enjoy it. Embrace it. The Jaguars will be there next year. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C on 1010XL.